0: and welcome back to the joy clicks gamescast this is episode 74 i'm your host christian buckley as always joined by the cozy conductor kevin diaz how are you doing today sir doing good doing good how are you doing good uh there's uh it's a pretty light news week i feel like we've hit the dead of summer um e is done
1: <laughs> the dead of summer oh yeah. man
0: damn so, uh not not <laughs> much going on in terms of news this week but there's enough stuff to talk about there's some interesting stories in the gaming industry recently but um yeah will you do anything special gaming wise lately uh just continuing on the metal gear streams right yep yep uh by the time you guys hear this it
1: i should be done with the game big question mark you know Mm -hmm. it's it's really hard to gauge off the list right because some missions are like nothing other missions are very long um I believe I've done all but one important side mission that I will get later on, I believe I need to do that. And then I have like five main missions to go. But I think the fourth or third one is the real end out of the five. I don't even know. But yeah, we're almost there. Mm
0: -hmm. I think so. Have you have you lined up the next stream? series yet i know because metal gear was it was because it was also for the club but it was also metal gear has a history of playstation do you know what you're doing next
1: yeah um i don't think i'm gonna um stream rising revengeance i think i'm just gonna play that by myself Mm -hmm. to be honest i'm not yeah that that one i think i might just keep just whatever um we're gonna finish off resistance because we pivoted away from that so we're gonna uh do two and three and then it was going to be Bloodborne, but, 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 bro, there's some rumors out there, man. I don't know. They're not from the best sources, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So that's a that's that's now, like, not up in the air, but like suspended off the ground. You know, it's like that could be off the chopping block, but we'll see.
0: I don't know what it is, but I just do not believe that Bloodborne is getting a remaster. I don't. I right? like, highly doubt it. I do not see it happening. I think
1: you're right that you should be like that, but I can kind of, I can sort of see it, maybe, but probably not. Probably not. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm still bitter, bitter about Japan Studios closing, and Japan Studios had a big hand in Bloodborne. So, mm. no, mm. I, don't, I don't buy it. Uh, Miyazaki's busy with Elven Ring. He, what's Bloodborne? Mm. He doesn't know um well i mean like if it's just a if it's just a remaster i mean you know i mean sure but the, the
1: yeah but we'll see who knows i'm i'm more on your side like it's probably not gonna happen
0: yeah I, but I... if it does that would be hype yeah well be hype. before we dive into other games we're playing it is time for patch notes first up uh well the only news to update on state of play happened last week it was 30 minutes Uh, Kevin, you reacted to it on PlayStation Source. If people want the VOD of that, that is up there. Um, We got some interesting insight into a lot of indie games. It was... It was fine. There was a lot of repeats from E3 indies, I thought. And, like... Yeah. It was was a weird show.
1: I'd put it in the C or B range. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I didn't think it was, like, trash. There were some games that came out that I enjoyed seeing um you know and and getting a look at we know one of our ps plus games for august for ps5 mm-hmm. uh doesn't look that great but hey maybe it's dope we'll try it when we get it um hunters hunters, hunter's arena, arena right? I yeah, think. yeah yeah that um uh death had a great showing we got more info about Death stranding Dark cut and all that goes in there video up on the channel about that as well all the breakdown and all that good stuff um so yeah i don't know i mean there was stuff out of that 30 minutes that i enjoyed you know but yeah i put it around c or b range
0: yeah i definitely was leaning c because like sifu got delayed sifu i think has potential but uh there's something about the trailer like i felt like the punches weren't as like weren't hitting the way that like they i feel like they should for a game that's so focused on melee combat but maybe the delays for that reason i don't know Uh, that's hitting 2022 now um like i said we got some follow-ups from e3 we showed i'm i'm slightly interested in that uh viking game Travis of midgar i feel like that could be fun if you had friends but like they showed four or five minutes of that thing during the state of play it felt like and it had a huge showcase at the gearbox event so that that was weird um yeah i didn't think i wasn't that into jet i thought uh fist looked interesting but
1: yeah Fist looked Fist looked pretty cool jet um did not expect the game to be that yeah that's i don't know what i was expecting really i'm not sure what i was expecting but like i just and like it's not necessarily a bad thing i just wasn't expecting it to um be that you know what i'm saying but um we'll see we'll see how that one goes for sure and
0: then the death string director's cut uh since that was shown kojima's been kojima about it and he's like i don't believe in director's cuts because uh, it implies that you cut content from the original release this is just new content which like i understand where he's coming from um to me it makes it abundantly clear that playstation slapping director's cut on some of their games is just to continue that image that they're obsessed over of like premium high-end we have orchestras we have director's cuts like directors we cut. Buy, could,
1: we don't buy studios we acquire studios over here on this side sure yeah like we, uh, like to facilitate acquisitions homegrown talent
0: yeah like it is a glorified game of the year edition and I don't know how you feel about it. I think it's inoffensive, but it is a little pretentious, I think. <laughs> like, I don't know how you feel.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I just think it's just, like, another way for them to market, like, you know, Game of the Year Edition, Definitive Edition, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just another synonym for that acronym, which is just a re-release of your game with more content in it, yeah. right? But I think, th- I- I think like, if, if you really want like, to get, Into the weeds of it, you could make a case that, like, you know, game of the year editions and definitive editions tend in the past to to bundle in content that's already been released. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't think that's outlandish to say. Maybe there's examples of where that is not the case, but you know what I'm saying? Like usually it's content that it's content that's already been released as opposed to this director's cut that we've been seeing where it's brand new stuff being uh added to the game and everything um which i think is if if anything i mean that's that's at least like a cool distinction sure between definitive and game of the year edition but um but yeah i don't know Co- like using that specific phrase director's cut like i wouldn't have called called him yeah, that's weird like
0: that's not my first choice but like i really care yeah. you know whatever and Screw it. i have seen conversations of um some people Comparing PlayStation to Nintendo with this move. And I think they're not too off base. But I do think most of it's like, because you know how like Breath of the Wild is still 60 bucks. Like, I mean, it. I would say it's way. I mean, it's it's
1: a little bit further than that, to be honest. Because like Nintendo is never going to be like, oh, uh, you bought it previously. Here's like a lower cost upgrade entry into it. If you already bought it, they'd, they'd make
0: you pay 60 up front for it again. Well, that's what Most PlayStation's that. doing here. If you have, if you don't own the game yet, you know what I'm saying? Well,
2: yeah. No, i like, no, Breath no, of the like... Wild
0: did get expansions and you could buy that piecemeal. You could buy the, the Pokemon stuff piecemeal. I think what I was saying was Breath of the Wild base game is still 60. Ghost base game hasn't been 60 since launch. This is a reason for it to be 70 now. You know, like this is them... Try- I think this is a, a move from them strategically to try and get their IP to be on that Nintendo level where they don't have to... Put things on sale and this is like the first step towards that because it's like that's their whole thing now it's the triple a exclusives so if they have a reason to let god of war ragnarok be 60 or 70 as long as it can be i'm sure they will take it the way anyone would and i think this is probably a step to get towards that
1: no what i was saying was that like if you had previously bought x game yeah right and if nintendo were to do the exact same thing right be like hey here's more stuff with it. And, uh, there wouldn't be an upgrade path, hypothetically speaking. You know what I'm saying? Like if they were in the same shoes. They would make you pay for it again. Well, that's a place. Like fully. Doing. No, they're not. I'm gonna pay ten dollars for Death Trading Director's Cut and then pay thirty dollars for Ghost of
0: Shijima next and, month. And I paid twenty dollars for the complete edition of Breath of the Wild after buying the original version. No, like what am I saying? Um The only difference is that there's a generational upgrade it's the same thing it's, it's a glorified dlc drop kevin <laughs> maybe i'm mistaken I don't know. whatever all right whatever fuck no i yeah the director's cut thing it's weird and now there's like there's tears to it too because death stranding is 10 bucks ghost is 20 um 30 if you count the full-blown thing like it, it's weird it's again what we talked about before with the ghost director's cut last week where i wish there was a consistent and death training isn't first party technically but kind of is because of funding but like it's like do you think if a horizon director's cut hits or the last of us one do you think it's going to be in line with ghost or what death training doing
1: um hmm. for like for like specifically horizon like
0: horizon last of us god of war
1: yeah i mean i think it i think it's all gonna depend on like what we end up seeing in august in and, and in september with uh ghost and that's trending right mm-hmm. like it's because uh, mm. i mean like you know we we did get rumored numbers these are not confirmed but rumored numbers that uh allegedly the um uh iki island expansion for ghost is gonna add like 15 to 20 hours of gameplay yeah. right yeah Um, And I'll know the scope of, like, the new missions that they're adding to Death Stranding, right? So, I mean, I think it's really going to come to the surface when we look at these two games and see their value value propositions and, um, you know, how much content there is truly to be had there, right? Um, Like, just eyeballing it, right? Like, I... I would imagine that the death training stuff isn't gonna be near 15, 20 hours, mm-hmm. right? And that's already so hard to gauge, right? Because it just inherently like goes is an open world game. Granted, death training is obviously open world game too. But um I think that like there's a, there's just a difference in scale. So like I don't anticipate them them adding more content to Horizon Zero Dawn. I imagine that is gonna be more of just remaster i think and i mean maybe if there was any uh, exclusive content that was on the pc release of horizon maybe they bring that over to the psi version because that's what they're doing with that training as well with the cyberpunk stuff and uh what was the other thing the half-life stuff too and there so i i would assume that horizon leans leans into a little bit more closer to that stranding Mm -hmm. and then last of Us is is definitely could be more ghost
0: for sure. sure yeah
1: that one i think they're gonna. They're gonna put some stuff in there.
0: Yeah. And the source on the ghost thing is from like a Reddit user, which like those are hit or miss. I usually try not to believe the Reddit posts, but Is it
1: true that he was alleged to be a QA tester? Or is that just a no
0: it's this is the weird thing that made me have a little bit of a hang up on it. They said they're a beta tester, not a QA tester. Hmm. I'm a beta tester for a single player expansion. like Beta test I mean and it's a, yeah, no, post that... that's a recent account like i i don't know if I'd yeah no no no
1: that that sounds a little wonky i mean i i i'd be pretty shocked if it's
0: 15 20 hours yeah be dude because like i'd be i'd be pretty shocked if you honest, just beeline sushima you're like 20 hours isn't far from i think how long it would take you to just do the main story of that game shoot i think i did the main story in like 35 hours i think something like that yeah and i, mean, I was did you like do any was... exploration or side quests on the way
1: i did like some side stuff but yeah. like i went back and finished them all later right you know
0: after i was done with the with the main story yeah um but hmm. but yeah we'll see. specifically with death stranding like i don't know how you feel about the additions they're making but it did seem weird that it was like oh there's guns now like there's more guns you can kill things even though that's like so against what the game is like i i thought the most interesting yeah. thing they showed or talked about was more story stuff and that was in a sizzle reel so i don't imagine it's going to be a lot of story stuff
1: yeah like i i had a similar reaction right because like the nature of that's like there's a literal reason why
0: you should not kill in that game yeah <laughs> you and you know that, what i'm saying like, Death like are, not having cool. that much balance no. is like part of the reason why it's such a unique triple a game
1: yeah 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 i agree yeah so um yeah that definitely is a little bit like puzzling you know what i'm saying um it's not that like there wasn't any guns in combat in the in the original release like there was but it was very very little of it and you were kind of encouraged not to do that right yeah that was a a route that you don't want to take um so yeah i do wonder how that's going to play out for sure i do feel that like that might um kind of lose the luster of what made death stranding so great yeah
0: like you you don't have to use it but it's weird that like that is a feature they're like justifying for charging people an upgrade it's like now you can have a mounted turret like that's that's your feature of your director's cut like i know there's going to be story stuff but like we haven't really seen how extensive that is or when that takes place but yeah i i liked death stranding i don't think i'd I know I can't play it right now. This upgrade because I don't have a PS5, but I don't think I'd be in a rush to get to this anytime soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, you know, 4K 60. Yeah, always, always down for that. You know, always, always down for that. And I and I have a PS5, so like I am gonna get all these upgrades because why not? Right. Um, I have like a tangible reason to do it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like, I'm definitely more intrigued with the Death Stranding stuff in terms of um the uh the story stuff for sure and the different like quality of life things too with the uh like the with the um capsule catapult that stuff and like the jump ramps and stuff like that like like i think those are those additions are much more enticing than like the guns and stuff like that for sure Mm -hmm. right like those that really affect your ability to move around that world which is so important to death training overall yeah um that stuff was really cool to see definitely but Mm -hmm. For me, definitely the story stuff is there.
0: Yeah, sure, and sure. I, but, I think true. the reason that maybe the showcase for Death Stranding didn't hit for me was because like I'm with you; those things seem cool to give you more options to explore the world. But like, I don't have a reason to explore that world anymore. You know, like I, I did as many deliveries as I wanted to do. I beat the story. I it's not a game I want a platinum. Uh, if the story missions they're having here are enticing if it's post game where we leave off then like sure yeah i'd like to get back into that world and see what's up but they i don't think they sold me christian buckley the reason i like death stranding of like why i'd want to experience this new way to see the world outside of like maybe messing around for five minutes you know
2: yeah that's fair that's fair that's fair
0: um the big thing that was death loop as we both mentioned i think best showing of death loop so far um yep And seeming to be a focal point of PlayStation's fall, now that Ghostwire Tokyo has been delayed to 2022, don't know who's surprised by this one, but if you are, I'm sorry. Um, Did you expect this, Kevin? Yeah. (laughs) Because
1: I'm like, uh, they're not hitting that October date with Deathloop right there. I don't know. That that does not seem... uh... I mean, even if it was hypothetically done, right? Why would you drop it? So close to death loop that just seems like a weird thing to do yeah you might as well push it out and do like a nice early pop or whatever you know
0: yeah because they did say early 22 right for the updated release
1: I'm thinking the within the first two weeks of February we'll have ghostwire I'm gonna say March okay okay but
0: yeah uh ghostwire I'm curious about i I like evil Within a lot but i I'm worried about that game uh we'll see when we see it again but overall interesting state of play um uh, before we move on, Kevin will ask you, if Deathloop is the main focus this year for PlayStation Holiday, you happy about that? I think you're getting Deathloop now, right? Uh I'm
1: I'm more sold, yeah. Like I'm like 80%. Like okay. most most likely. We'll 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 see when we get to that road, but like I'm I'm and I'm at least like a substantial amount intrigued by Deathloop, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um how I feel about that being the fall. Uh, I mean, like, in terms of first party or just in general. I mean, like in general, you know, we're we're gonna have other games to play, right? So I, I'm not really that like phased. Like I'll be having nothing to play or whatever. Um, but yeah, like not the uh, not the strongest fall. I mean, if you want to count the Iki Island expansion as a fall release, you know, not like a visual release, but just something to do right like that that that's that is first party related um that sweetens the deal a little bit more you know uh the death stranding stuff they said that the like all the content is kind of like meld like blended into the games you know just playthrough as a whole right so i'm curious if i'm going to be able to jump to those new missions i imagine i'll be able to but who knows um so that sweetens a deal as well but i don't think that like that you know, those two things and in a death loop mounts up to like a pretty enticing fall mm-hmm. overall. Um yeah. so we'll 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 see man I'm still holding out hope, you know, um for horizon. Not that confident, <laughs> yeah. but I can at least have hope. You know what I'm saying? So and that and that's, you know, Christian, that's just, you know, all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Sure.
0: Yeah. And I mean no real incentive to have a massive software fall lineup if you still are struggling to get your consoles out there because of shortages and everything, you know. So like makes sense. We'll see when Horizon hits. Uh we'll see if there's a state of play um in the coming month. But speaking of state of play, uh and the games we've been playing, one of the feature titles at the State of Play was Arcade Get in, a new game from Ilphonic who did Predator Hunting Grounds. I think they did Iron Man no that was camouflage, never mind. Iron Man VR was camouflage, not Ilphonic. Yeah. Ill did Fire to the Thirteenth in addition to Predator. So it's yep. a new arcadey third person shooter competitive game. There is a beta, I think, or an alpha right now.
2: Yeah.
1: There yeah, it, it early access. Um it is paid, right? So not the most popular choice, but think like Dreams, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um it's 20 bucks on the PS on the PSN store, you know what I'm saying? I think it's only PS5. I think it's PC as well. As far I as PlayStation
0: goes, I'm pretty sure they said a PS5 game.
1: Yeah. It's definitely only PS5. I just forgot if it's PC as well. I don't I'm not sure on that, but PS5 at least. Yeah. So I've been playing it. And uh it's interesting. It's interesting. You know what I'm saying? I gotta say. I was not that enthused by seeing it at SA Play. Like I thought it was kind of just like something that I just rush over whatever, like, oh, but then when I saw it was uh early access, I'm like, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll 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 check it out right the twenty dollars I think is definitely gonna scare a lot of people away right sure, just yeah. that, like you know um for sure like you would imagine something like this would have been for free I would have you know recommended at least like a free trial you know what I'm saying like at least give people like three runs to uh just check out the game and everything um because I do think there's some stuff in here that is really cool overall right um number one the tutorial is uh not the best right it's okay. uh there's there's no like VO lines or anything. It's more just like gibber jabber that they'll say while the while the um words are going on the screen or whatever. So, not like the best way to relay information about how to play the game, right but I, like but like I think that it's almost like not necessary to be honest with you cuz like when they're teaching you stuff in that mode like you you can pick it up and learn it in the game very easy right it's not like the most complex game in the world to really to really like understand um but there are a lot like there's a lot of uh dialogue you know about the story and the and what's going on essentially so you're in this city your uncle runs the last arcade in this city and there's this mega corporation uh that has been running out arcades are business right so yours is the last one your uncle decides to combine all the arcade games and make this ultimate arcade experience game called arcade Geddon, right and what this mega corporation does to to combat this mega game that your uncle created is that they put a virus into said game and hacked it mm-hmm. so you and the players in the uh, online space are uh, tasked with clearing out the virus and uh, you're playing through different runs and different waves and different biomes as well as you're playing. Right. Um, so it, it like has like a mesh of like a lot of different games. Honestly, like it it's, it's like level and like biome, you know, kind of aspect of it, like kind of reminds me of eternal probably just cause that was the recent one I played. It's fresh on the mind, right? Um, so that is kind of what what calls to me. The weapons, though, are very fun, Christian. This is a very, very fun game to play. You know what I'm saying? Um, the weapons remind me of, like, a Ratchet and Clank type of style where there's a lot of different weapons that um, are super wacky, right? Like, a lot of them are um, very much, like, out there in a way, but they're not, like, crazy where it's, like, cringe. They're just really unique, fun weapons where, like, you can pick up uh, you know your generic like powerful sniper or you know AR or you can have this like pulsing like three shot thing that like shoots this orb of lightning or whatever. Uh you can have weapons that you know slow and freeze enemies as well. Uh you have this disc launcher as well that launches discs that are one hit kills and everything. At least the, at least from the level and the uh the level that i was at um and and yeah it's just a lot of like really 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 cool weapons that um i think like are wacky but they're not like super cringe or whatever um it's and it's element status is honestly like definitely remind me of borderlands in that nature for sure like there's a lot of like fire um weapons as well that you can do that will do chip damage over time and everything and um same thing with the um ice element as well and everything Mm -hmm. um but yeah no like it's 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 a really really cool game it's definitely early access right there's only i think three or four biomes right now so definitely like in the course of like maybe an hour and a half two hours you'll probably see every biome that this early access has to offer but they do have a roadmap already in the game that you can look at Mm -hmm. and they have stuff for you know upcoming um uh uh different um like fall, winter, etc. of things that th- they're going to bring to the game and they are going to roll out more biomes and more levels and stuff like that. Um, but it's uh, like essentially where, you know, when you're in an actual biome and level, uh, you're going through this level, enemies, you're raking up your guns and everything and your abilities. Um, you have gauntlet abilities that are essentially your ultimates in like any other game. Uh, you have hacks on the floor that are similar to perks, so you can get you know faster reload speed, uh, faster shield regen, and you can stack those as well. So if you even like have a copy of one that you already have, it'll just multiply it. It's not like you don't pick it up just because you already have it. So I think that's really cool. Um, but you're going through a stage. You then have like a end like mini game you have to do sometimes where it's like, hey, uh, you know, target these different. Uh, surges around the environment, or defend this uh, spot, or whatever. Like it's that type of um, uh, uh, end mini game type thing. And there's also boss fights as well in this game that are super challenging, a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think like overall, I think this is a pretty, you know, I I think it's a pretty good game. I actually really really really, really like it. I think the gunplay super fun. Um, but you can just definitely tell like it's definitely early. Uh, stages, right? Like, the cosmetics aren't that crazy or whatever. Um, Like, there are some glitches and stuff that I had where I was sliding uh, into an enemy, then I slid past that enemy into a wall, and I got stuck there for a little bit. Like, just little bugs and things like that overall that kind of really, you know, that really show its early access nature, but I do think it's a pretty good game overall, man. Like, I do actually really like it. Um, It just seems like yep
0: go ahead i just have one question yeah yeah go ahead do you think it will gain more steam or traction than destruction all-stars did yes, yes. even though it's paid
1: Go. that that's a, <laughs> it's a fair question yeah. i think that the average player mm. will spend more time in arcade get than what they ever would in
0: destruction all-stars do you think it'll get a larger like, audience um, potentially like word of mouth. Sure. Do you think will be good enough for this? I think it's gonna
1: be word of mouth. I, I think it's gonna be word of mouth. I think it's gonna be word of mouth for sure. Um Like there is co-op play as well. Um I wasn't able to uh, get into a server. Granted, I tried this morning at like six a.m. Sure, so like, yeah, yeah. But um, there is co-op. So I've not experienced that. But I know I- I've heard people say that it's a super fun experience with a bunch of friends and everything. Um It's also a really good podcast game. I will say that if you just want something to just shoot fast paced, tactile fun, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think this is definitely something that you could chill out with for a night. And um, I, yeah, I, I think there's something here. I'm not saying it's like anything exceptional go the contender, but like I was pleasantly surprised going into it, thinking it was going to be just, you know, not the highest of expectations. Um, But this is honestly pretty cool. This is honestly really, really cool. Oh my god, Christian! I've, I can't believe I went this long without saying this. They have the fattest beats in this game, Christian. You know I'm a fan of a fat beat. Yes, you you know that very well. Um, this game has a lot of really great soundtracks in it. It is a bumping. It is bumping. It is really, really cool. So I will I will give that. You know what? That is like an exceptional quality.
2: Okay, right there,
1: you know. I'd say definitely the music is a- exceptional. It bumps, it hits. Um, they say they're adding more in there as well and everything. So this is just just a game that's just going to grow over time uh, for sure. I think the gunplay when you um, you know rank up the difficulty in a given level because you can rank it up um, in exchange for your points that you're gathering in a given level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gets super fun when there's like a lot of chaos going and you're really switching – across your three weapons and all that um using your abilities and everything like, like it's 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 a lot of fun it's it's a lot of fun not the most polished thing in the world not the biggest thing in the world you know but I think I think where the mouth might travel for this game and we'll see how it goes
0: nice you know same but I well, I, the, I applaud them, looking you know forward to hearing updates throughout the rest of this year uh do, I wonder when they'll Early access. Do you think that's a this year thing or a next year thing?
1: They actually say in the blog that they plan for seven months. Cool. Seven months in early access. Nice plan. So I think that's will end up in 2022 for the launch. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And the launch is where their roadmap stops, at least for right now. Okay. Right. So they have stuff for the end of the year and everything, and going into fall. Yeah. Um, and then the launch stuff they have as well. So, okay. um, at least hey, at least it's good signs that you know they they have a plan right um i get i mean it doesn't like rub off games as service but i can see how it definitely is yeah when i'm saying
0: when i saw it in the presentation i was like this game is a battle pass (laughs) like
1: and like i don't know if it does
0: but it post-launch i bet it absolutely will
1: post-launch probably a battle pass right now there's like a little um like shop that you can get they got different cosmetics. It's super barren, super limited. Yeah. Right. That's definitely seemed like that was not the focus. Obviously the focus was just to make the gameplay loop really fun and, um, uh, and, uh, put more, uh, like more, you know, thought into that overall, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I'm totally cool with, you know, there's eight different surge abilities. I've only unlocked two so far. Um, and, uh, yeah, like overall, like I think, I think the foundation here is super solid. Definitely. If you're going to buy it, it's early access. Keep that in mind not not the most in-depth crazy thing in the world but um i think overall hey man like it looks good sounds good fun to play you know i can't hate on it nice. you know i like it i like it
0: to go well one. um in my time recently uh last week i did since after the recording of last week's episode i did beat halo one congratulations uh that's a great game truly really great honestly uh shocked i was surprised when i beat that game of how much it held up and how much i liked it um master chef exactly truly like my only criticism of that game is that one i don't like the remastered design so i never used it but um that's just like a artistic choice i, I didn't like the artistic artistic direction of the new visuals but um the the actual like game critique part of it is uh the layouts of the maps for some of the missions in halo one were like the interiors not the exteriors not the the landscapes but some of the buildings were a bit cumbersome to navigate in terms of which way i was going Mm. because like they'll give you a, a marker sometimes on your HUD but like it felt very spotty like it felt like maybe in some of the areas where QA was like, we really have no idea where to go. They threw it up for them. uh, And then in some of the ones that are left in the game without a marker for your direction, it's like, okay, eventually they found their way. And that's kind of what happened to me. Um, Eventually I found my way through some of these corridors. But um, overall, really kick-ass set pieces. uh, Very fun story. I was smiling the whole time um and i like master chief i was surprised i thought he was going to be this annoying brick wall of a character but he's kind of a silent protagonist for some of the game like he talks he definitely has lines but he has lines that make him a really good player avatar because like he's he's very much i'm a soldier i'm used to be a soldier Uh, when they need me and occasionally he'll find himself in a scenario where he is over his head and he's like why don't we just shoot the thing and then cortana the smart ai is like no because that will kill everything you just have to get me out of here so i can do a thing so like he is uh not annoying and that really surprised me i thought he was cool and he had some cool lines but i'm excited to play halo 2 and 3 um i'm gonna be streaming them on twitch.tv slash 2 d 2 Halo 2 is going to be next week, I think. Monday, Tuesday, Friday. And from what I hear about Halo 2, I think I'm probably just going to go straight into Halo 3 after that because it's a pretty big cliffhanger in 2 as far as I know. But Halo 1, real good game. Holds up. Surprise me. Good to hear. Good to hear. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. And I know I asked you this last week, but in your lifetime, you think you will try at least one of them? Yeah, 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 no, for
1: sure. I imagine I'll play through the whole thing at like at some point,
0: you know? Yeah, so I I recommend it. I think you'd really like it based off what I I know of your opinions on other first person shooter campaigns and like sci fi campaigns. Like, I think you'd probably really like Halo 1. Bet, bet. oh, we're so close to Mass Effect. Damn, yeah, oof, I'm right there, almost there. Um, good stuff, but continuing Bungie after I beat Halo 2 sorry, Halo 1, and I was like, I, I don't want to start Halo 2 yet. Um, I did dive back into Destiny because I've been reading a lot about Destiny recently uh, for the past like month and a half. This past weekend I watched five hours of Destiny lore to get caught up on everything that I have missed since they started doing seasonal stories. Um, and then once I was caught up, shout out, my name is Bife, incredible youtube channel um i started the season of the hunt story quest which is the the season that started after beyond light launched so once beyond light hit then the raid dropped i think a week or so after season of the hunt began and the premise of the season of the hunt was one of the hive gods is like infecting um Enemies the way the Taken sort of got infected, but on the Tangled Shore. Mm-hmm. And you get called by... I forget who calls you for the first mission, but... You get called, you go through this thing. I think Osiris calls you. And then you end up finding Osiris, who is now without his ghost. Segura was shot, so he's lightless. Um, and he is saved, not by you, but by Crow, who is the guardian version of aldrin sov who is reawoken by the traveler as a guardian so that's been going on
1: what the fuck
0: that's that's been going on that started last december and it's been going i think until february so wow the way they're doing seasons right now i i missed out i'm not gonna miss out again like the way they're doing seasonal storytelling i'm very interested in and uh after being caught up by uh my name is wife on the lore of things uh witch queen which is the new expansion that should be dropping around february because it got pushed to next year um they are sowing some seeds right now um since honestly since beyond light and i did not pick up on them but now that i'm in that's that seasonal stuff i gotta two more seasons of story content to get through uh the current season ends around the time of that presentation uh in august and then the next season begins so i think for people who enjoy the story of destiny like myself if you have been gone for a bit um might be a good time to catch up because i i'm pretty sure season of the hunt is like the second season to really go in on having a really good story and really good content come with it um so you haven't missed much but when the new season starts season of the hunt is getting vaulted because they're only going to be keeping three seasons at a time um i see but the actual mechanic of season of the hunt is very interesting i had to do probably about like 20 of these things to get through the, the story content but they're called wrathborn hunts where crow is working for spider in the tangled shore um and he's like suicide squad like his ghost has like an explosive in it so if he goes away from the spider too far he'll like explode um so he's basically in service of spider and he gives you this lure so you can use the lure um and slot in different bait to attract uh the hive god controlling bosses and what you do is you go to this place on the map it's either tangled shore or dreaming city you place the lure down you'll get a I forget what the modified version is called but like one of them will be a servitor like the big spheres mm-hmm. it'll show up you'll fight it a bit there's a bunch of ads and then um when he get its health to like a a third left it'll disappear Wait, yeah. like uh spawn like random enemies like filler enemies like little i've never
1: heard that wow i've never heard, of that. <laughs> wow, I've actually never heard of that term it's huh.
0: it's like uh how they're referred to when you're doing like raid content so like or like just clearing oh, things out it. I'm not, I'm not
1: one of the raid boys. My, my
0: bad. I the lingo? I've done one night of raiding, so. <laughs> I'm out of the lingo. Sorry, I, I was, I was, I was unaware. <laughs> so you destroy most of their health. Then they dip out, they teleport away, but they leave behind this, like, this odor looking thing, like this green, um, mist. And then you go up to it, you scan it, and then you track it. So then there's this, like, path of this green slime goop. Um, that you have to like look around for and find so you track this enemy you hunt down where they went to you find a location that you initiate a mission to it brings you to some arena and then you fight the boss so it's this whole like monster hunter-esque like monster hunter light it's not as deep or complex but this new mode for this seasonal thing that's about to go away so between the new mode that I think is very fun and you can control what gear drops you get as well as the story they're doing, and setting up with Aldrin and the Witch Queen, uh, I'm glad I got back in, because when Witch Queen hits, it's gonna have a payoff because of this, and because of the next season that I have to start up probably t- today or tomorrow, and then the third season which I have to catch up on, so um, yeah, I I'm loving it back in Destiny, big fan, love Destiny as always, but... Yeah, it's, it's some pretty cool stuff.
1: I got to re-download it. Yeah, I got to. I'm will like. i, I I'm not going to dedicate to like, oh, coming every season, but I need some destiny in my life. Yeah, because like
0: the good thing is the seasonal stuff is spread out across a couple months, right? So what I did in like two or three nights was something you only had to log in like once or twice a week to work on. Um, Let's see and a single hunt probably took less than 10 minutes but i can't speak to what the new modes are i think the next one up for me adds something called battlegrounds don't know what that is but um yeah i think in terms of playing destiny there's a reason for it to be installed um and check in on it every week because there's some really cool story stuff and it's gonna make the expansions have bigger payoffs in the future so yeah, I, I can recommend it. Beautiful, beautiful. But speaking of chipping away at something that probably should have taken a long time, uh, you're still doing out your Solid five. Yep, I think we're I think we're at the final stretch
1: nice. for real this time. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think question mark
0: very you know very um, abridged thoughts. Um, what did you think of? the first initial ending i'm sure we will talk yeah. about this a lot in the long play club but uh ending one yeah
1: i was trying to remember like did did i get to that point
0: last week when we
1: recorded i don't think i did because i think it was on thursday
0: yeah i think so like
1: when, when i got to that point what happened like what happened like it seems like we were so it's and it, this hurts <laughs> <laughs> this hurts because like legitimately so from the first end and before that but right, like the whole game up until that point i'd say is like legitimately 10 out of 10 for like 80 percent of the way right we're you know building these characters we're we're building this premise we have Skullface, he has a metal gear we get huey like, like we're 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 really building we're really building it's great stuff i'm thoroughly enjoying every mission i'm loving the gameplay i'm addicted to it literally uh i get to a point where when i'm streaming like uh i mean it's not like i mean it was this game that changed it where it's like uh after three hours you know i'm 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 looking where the wrap up you know like i'm like i'm good we were doing four or five hour streams easy like nothing because of how good this game was right then we get to like the you know like 80 percent mark and we kind of just wrap up yeah and then the credits roll
0: i will say this the because i don't want to get too deep into it right but yeah yeah um i think on long play club omar has made the point of every metal gear is a response to the previous one in terms of like what it's main ambition is um remember we had a hour-long cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 4 yes yes I see the story is not the reason any of us like Metal Gear Solid 5 I don't think i met a single person that loves Metal Gear Solid 5 because of the story
1: yeah, no, I mean because like I mean even like last week I was like, well, like I guess we're doing all of this to avenge Skullface, which we presume was behind the initial, you know, destruction of the first mother base that we built during Peace Walker, right? Yeah. And like that's like essentially the story. Like, there's different threads, and like you learn more stuff about Quiet, about this little shit kid. I, I forgot his name now. Eli. Um, eli him you know what i'm saying um huey you know and but other than that like essentially like the main story kind of boils down to just you avenging the original mother base skull face ah, right um but i don't i just it just feels like there it just feels like it was cut short you know and like I know, like that's just going off of like stuff that I know that you guys have told me that, like, you know, I just was just unaware that the split up between Kojima and Konami. I know this is a much bigger topic that we we're not going to go into. I know right. that, but like, I just didn't realize that not only was it affected, like, you know, from like a social aspect, like, like from a real world standpoint, but the game was also affected by that. Allegedly, I mean, it, it sure seems like it. Like, yeah, it sure it was. seems, like it. you know um very odd very odd but i mean i guess we're so like it it's weird it was weird playing last night and, it, and i bet like it is gonna i mean we'll see how it goes but like i imagine it i had a weird feeling continuing right as if like oh like that ending just like didn't really matter yeah i don't know i don't know it's weird it's weird it's weird but the the gameplay is literally 10 out of 10 you know so i'm i'm still loving like every other aspect besides just this story is
0: just odd you know yeah it's uh not the best but yeah anyway you hear about this you hear about what so witcher con happened recently uh because there's witcher is a fast growing franchise right um the books have existed for a long time the games have existed for a while as well at least over a decade uh it just really kind of blew up with um the witcher 3 but i do remember uh back in like early early 2010s maybe like late like 2009 also when the witcher 2 came out i remember hearing a lot about that from some of the gaming podcasts and videos i was consuming back then people were really hyped for the witcher 2 but since i'd say probably witcher 2 but mainly witcher 3 uh the series as a whole has grown immensely in popularity so much so that it got a netflix show and this year they decided to do WitcherCon, which was a digital online convention that would announce mainly stuff about the show uh which i quite enjoy i think it's a pretty solid video game or it's based off the books but it's a pretty solid uh, netflix original series um They did announce some info about The Witcher 3, next-gen version. They said it is planning on being released this fall. It is a free upgrade. It's releasing on Xbox, PC, PS5. They showcased the new cover art, which shows an updated Geralt model, much more detailed. Um, And they have announced that there is going to be DLC that is free that is uh, including content from the Netflix show, which I think is very interesting. Because I don't know if you're familiar with the story of how Henry Cavill was cast as Geralt, Kevin.
1: Does it pertain to him also being a gamer and everything and all that? And like, yes. liking the game? Yeah, right. He has
0: 500... A, a while ago, he said he had 500 hours in The Witcher 3 um, before his audition. I believe okay. he was doing a Superman thing and then he left to go audition for Geralt, I think. Um... But yeah, he's a a big fan of the Witcher series, specifically the games, and uh, that got him the role. And as somebody who myself put 100 hours into The Witcher 3, his performance is absolutely inspired by uh, the performance of Geralt in the game, which uh, I think he does a great job, but listen, if they let me just choose to be Henry Cavill Geralt and play the game as Henry Cavill Geralt, I will play that i never beat it but i would just play it again i would do it so hmm. exciting stuff but my question for you as somebody who isn't really into the witcher um how do you think this is gonna go over because i know cd project red burned a lot of bridges mainly with playstation suits <laughs> um regarding cyberpunk but it recently went up on the psn it Charted pretty high on the PSN. Number I think it was one. number one in a number matter one. of days. In ten days. Yeah. Number one. So granted
1: wasn't the like craziest month, right? But still, like with with the likes of GTA five yeah. hitting at hitting it at number two, 2K, COD, etc. Like it's yeah.
0: And it that was, was one. Ratchet and Intergrade month, also, right? No. What did it hit July Wait. or June?
1: Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. Okay. So it was it was number one. You know what? Let me let's let's look at that so I'm okay. not talking over ass. Um, I think it was uh number one on specifically like PS. That's what it was. It was number one specifically for PS4 games. Okay. Right? So of course you're well aware. Mm-hmm. The PS4 games are also going to take into account PS4 SKUs Purchases, that were bought yeah. on PS fives. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like everyone. Right. As opposed to Ratchet. Yeah 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 so
0: but so. uh either we don't know or it was not charted in the grand scheme of just the whole psn for mm-hmm. um the month of june but seeing cyberpunk do that well which honestly i'm not very surprised by um and just knowing that the witcher is this massive franchise continuing to grow i uh, how do you think this update free content drop later this year this fall is going to go over from your perspective just in general
1: yeah um i mean i think if 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 anything right like i think seeing Cyberpunk go to number one really shows that like we are a very small community right that like i bet the average consumer has no clue why it was on the store you know i maybe maybe they're aware but like i don't know if they're fully aware of the full story obviously but like I think there's just a level of just, you know, I would imagine the I'm just I'm just not sure how many of us bought Cyberpunk when it came on the PS store again, versus how many more of the general population that played Witcher, or whatever, heard about this crazy game, Cyberpunk, and just wanted to just play it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and I think that's gonna bleed into ultimately like the Witcher stuff and everything where it's like you know, regardless of where they're at, they're still huge. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they, they still are selling their games in spite of everything that's happened. Right. Um, and not that really Witcher was a part of that equation, mainly, of course, Cyberpunk and the studio itself. But, um, you know, Witcher, I think, still has a very positive outlook overall. Right. Like, there's really no one's really hating on Witcher. Right. Yeah. Um, so, having this free thing, you know, it's going to be a good boon for those that already have the game and have a next gen console. Um, tying it into the very suc- successful Netflix show is going to i think speak more to um maybe maybe the um maybe the general popul- like maybe the g- general person that isn't super in the games but sure. I uh, really loved the, the Netflix show. Maybe that might sway them to actually pick this up or whatever. Yeah, um,
0: Do you, yeah. Do you yeah. remember when The Witcher Season 1 came out? Like Witcher 3 reached its like, highest concurrent yeah. player count or something? Like, yeah. ridiculous like that. Or, like, it charted. A, it was some crazy statistic. But, like, no, I think you're right. Because, like, I, as someone who's been aware of The Witcher for a long time, just because of Witcher 2 talk, like, when Wild Hunt came out, I got it without playing Witcher 2. Because... Like, there are some choices in Witcher 2 that you have to, like, account for in Witcher 3 at the beginning, but, like, I wrote a Wikipedia recap because so much of the marketing for Witcher 3 was that they weren't calling it Witcher 3, and the 3 on the box is hidden because it's, like, the claw marks, and it says the Witcher yeah. Wild Hunt. So, like, they made it a big point that it was a hopping-on point, and I think now that it is growing, that it's probably going to be one of the best-looking things on next-gen when it releases, uh, just the way that that game scales on PC uh, and what additions they'll make. I'm sure it's going to blow up again. Um, I don't own a PS5 right now. I have it on PS4. Um, complete edition gets cheap, so it, when it hits 15 bucks on Xbox, I'll buy it so I can play the, the next-gen version when it drops and see the DLC they're bringing with it. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure Witcher 3 this year is going to do some pretty good damage control for the last year of CD project, I imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah, I'm yeah, I mean I'm I'm super I mean like I also wonder, you know, in spite of I know like he was talking about Cyberpunk, but like, you know well, that why Cyberpunk I want to ask being, you and bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Like in spite of Cyberpunk being number one, I wonder how many people out there are like me that have a PS five that understand that that there is a PS5 version coming out and are waiting. I don't imagine there's a lot of me out there, right? Right. I think that's a very specific individual, right? That knows that there's a ps version coming out, you know, and, and is like intently waiting for that version, you know? Curious, curious. But awesome. yeah, no, um, I think I think the Witcher stuff, Witcher stuff is going to go fine. Um, not sure if people are going to be really out here forgiving Cyberpunk. I mean, forgiving uh, CD Projekt Red,
0: sure, you know? but
1: definitely it's going yeah. to help
0: and I, help. <laughs> I think my main thing of when i say damage control is that the ratio of people sharing screenshots of this game when it drops again to the people who are saying i'm still mad at cd project red i think we're, is going to be very very minimal i don't think there's going to be many dissenters because again yeah even the people that were really disappointed by cyberpunk a lot of them really love the witcher 3 so like yep. I think yep. it's just going to be what they want at this point, uh, and I will buy it. So, Yep. Um, quickly, let's touch on some future news. Persona's 25th anniversary is kicking off pretty soon. Um, from now until fall 2022, they have seven announcements for the 25th anniversary. Uh, this includes merch stuff, games, other things. Kevin, we're, we both have experience with Persona. Yep. One of these announcements is a Persona 5 mobile game that's been rumored for a long time. Oh, no. But I would like to ask you, out of these six remaining announcements, let's say also one of them is Persona 6 getting announced. Out of these five remaining announcements, uh, for you as someone who... I'm pretty sure you like Persona. You didn't play a lot of Golden, I... but you like it, right?
1: Yeah, 12 hours in, I really liked it. It's just... I don't know. I just, I just got. There's just other other stuff that came up. I talk about it a lot. I have no excuse. My 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 Vita's right there mm-hmm. at my at my bedside. It's supposed to be where if I'm chilling at the end of the night, just play a little Persona. And eventually, over the course of perhaps a decade, I'll I'll get through Persona Four Golden. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, Persona but... Five
0: took me like a year, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Anyway, how's it going? uh if you could get any announcements out of this because i feel like you know enough about persona to yeah. keep your eye on some of these announcements and be excited by it right because like atlas recently they put persona 4 golden on pc that was pretty huge they uh with Shimagami tensei 5 which is the mainline series believe it or not persona is the spinoff of that series um smt5 is a switch exclusive and that's dropping simultaneously worldwide this november that's a first for them so like they've been making some efforts to make their releases a bigger deal than they have been in the past. So, for you as someone who is still on the outskirts of your Persona fandom, but is probably waiting for a good time to strike, what would you want to see out of some of these announcements?
1: Um, I think Persona Four Golden going to PS Five would be a would, would be an easy one. PS Four, PS Five, why not? You yeah. know, just just I think I think that one's super easy. Um. Hmm. what would i personally want
0: i could see um persona 4 getting not just ps4 ps5 i could see persona 4 hitting like everything
1: oh yeah yeah like uh, i I think like
0: switch people want to persona 5 on switch forever i think persona 4 will probably hit switch before 5 does but um i could see it hit obviously that's a huge mic drop game pass announcements like persona we got it just like he did with game uh, with uh kingdom hearts a couple years ago like i could see it hit there switch mobile even yeah Yeah, persona 4 mobile seems like a (laughs) a given at this point but yeah yeah
1: um i mean i i'd be interested to see about a persona 6 right i feel like that would be the, the last announcement if they if they are gonna include it in one of the seven um i'd be I'd be super injured to see that. Um, I don't know if like predicting or like, you know, asking for like an upgraded PS5 version would be that feasible. I mean, it's doable, but like what's really going to upgrade from that. Right. For like, fire? yeah. Resolution, I guess, you know, but like, I mean, it's not really like a, it's like, a. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like the term based, you know, RPG th- th- that like, I don't know how much, better a next-gen version could be as opposed to the base version yeah does that make sense a little bit you know is, or am i just way off and like there is room to improve in terms of that stuff you know what i'm saying
0: i mean SSD stuff sure you know not really because like i think persona 3 also released on ps3 S- sorry persona 5 also released on ps3 um so like it's we not yeah. We should. yeah
1: i didn't even know that persona <laughs> 5 is a ps3 game
0: um so That's- i don't imagine it could get much better i don't know the stats on persona 5 royal but like from memory the loading times aren't that bad and the way they mask loading times i can't even think of what that loading screen looks like i think i might have seen it like yeah. a couple times uh actually no i remember it now <laughs> never mind but um <laughs> even then i don't think they're that long it's like probably less than 20 seconds at max um which i guess you could make shorter but i don't understand why that would warrant like a remaster or anything maybe just an update um i think the exciting thing for me would be either because i love persona 5 it's one of my favorite games of all time it's like top five um they i th- like having an announcement of like a remake or a remaster of persona 3 or 4 i'd be excited for uh because okay. i have yet to play royal 'Cause I still feel like it's a little too recent, but um yeah, I, I get get seeing like one of the earlier celebrated fan games get like a big overhaul, I think would be exciting. Persona six being like college kids would be good, I think, because I feel like the high school thing they probably they did it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the earlier persona games do deal with um adults. Like, I think Persona 1 is, like, an office worker in his, like, late 20s, mid-20s or something. That's so, cool. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. seeing Persona doing something new with 6, I think would be really exciting. Um, yeah, There's already a rhythm game. There's a scramble or yeah. so. Like, do I you see the- any spinoffs?
1: Yeah, like, what, like, spinoffs? I was trying to think of that, too. Um, how about How about, like a telltale-esque narrative-driven thing. I know a lot of Persona has to deal with the relationships with your friends, everything, and, like, building that re- uh, rapport and all that. Um, I think that could be interesting, you know? Maybe, maybe um, you know, if it's a spinoff of, like, Persona 5 or, like, a Persona 4 spinoff, whatever, yeah. um, of, like, a s- super-focused narrative game, um, that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, a show comes to mind with that as well you know what i'm saying yeah. um maybe like
0: a limited you know eight
1: episode like anime or whatever i don't yeah. know i know, you know
0: i know four and five have an anime i don't know if three does so that could be interesting oh, really? i didn't know that yeah um i, know I don't know why when you're saying some of the spin-off ideas my mind immediately went to an animal crossing type game or like uh no,
1: animal crossing persona
0: maybe more like dragon quest builders where like the monsters and like other people in the uh metaverse are around and you're managing their houses or something i don't know i feel like some kind of game like that would fit persona at some point but excited to see what comes of this
1: yeah yeah shout out to that
0: um very quick time capsule skyward sword hd is out on friday reviews are good uh they literally addressed every single issue people have with that game so i'm excited to play the best version of skyward sword and hopefully it is I feel like it was maybe bogged down because of the issues it has that aren't actually about the game, just the way it like treats you at times in terms of barraging you with hints and stuff like that, uh, the way the camera works. But all that's streamlined, fixed, normal. Uh, I feel like it has potential to maybe be the best Zelda just because of the way that people love that game. They love that game. So cutting through all the... Nonsense! I'm excited to experience it. It's just a new Zelda game, and that's arriving this Friday.
1: Oh, you mean like the people that love that game, like adore it? Yeah. Okay. Because th- I'm like, wait, no, isn't this the one that like a lot of people don't like? <laughs> like, I was really confused, but yeah, okay, I got gotcha.
0: you. Yeah, okay. the people who love that game like will swear by it, and right, right, I believe right. them. I believe they see something in that game, and most of the critiques I hear about that game are, I get interrupted with hints all the time the item descriptions are too frequent for things i already know about uh the camera is wonky uh there's a couple other things but all of those have been fixed in a race. so like i hopefully it's just all killer now the metacritic is i think at an 89 as of this morning so like i'm looking forward to it but that is all i have to say on skyward sword i don't know when it's i'm starting it 82 82 okay
1: and Space Jam Legacy got that uh, 35. Nice. <laughs> I've uh, actually never seen the first Space Jam. Have you? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah. There's. Uh, I have a lot of movie caps in my childhood that I just did not watch. I don't know, man. I'm sure it's I somewhere. I bet it's on I HBO Max. It is on HBO Max. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's not long. It's really not I long. Should,
0: I should do it. I should do it.
1: I still haven't finished. I mean, started. The second Blade Runner,
0: but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Speaking of getting to that, it is time for pots. pots, 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 pots. Easy mode. This is a discourse that has been going on for a long time. This generation, uh, it's back recently this week. The reason that I think it's been sparked again is Double Fine, Tim Schafer's studio, um, creators of. Costume Quest, Psychonauts, uh, influential in early 2000s, uh, LucasArts games as well. Double Flying tweeted out, uh, if you beat Psychonauts 2 with the invincibility toggle on, you still beat Psychonauts 2. And this was in response to a general conversation that if you play the games on easy mode, you're not a real gamer, you're uh, inept, you're dumb, you're stupid, it doesn't count. Um, so I want to just have a general discussion because in all of our years of talking about games together i don't know if we've ever had a full-blown discussion about the easy mode discourse yeah so i feel like now is a good time like for you i guess i'll just start with this how often do you play games on easy
1: easy never i'm always a normal Mm -hmm. normal smorgal normal smorgal whatever you want to say type of uh, player personally Mm -hmm. um Uh, but a man, that's low key Hey, Hey, Final Fantasy seven integrate on hard mode is way fun. It it, it's, 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 I would, I I think I, I think I'm on the verge of thinking that like, yo, it's, it's more fun than playing on normal for sure. Like just the amount of strategy you, you gotta do. It's just super enticing, super fun. Um, so yeah, but like the lowest I've ever gone is, is normal. You know like as far as i can remember right like probably as a kid obviously was playing easy stuff but um yeah normal for me normal definitely Definitely. sure
0: yeah i definitely growing up there were times where i picked easy for sure um normal as well um for a while i remember specifically around arkham city releasing Mm -hmm. i don't remember what game it was that made me start doing this it could have been arkham city but that was like sometime between 2009 to 2010 sorry 2011 um i made the decision to play all of my games on hard because it would make them last longer and as somebody who like i was not making tons of money when i was younger you know and like my parents never really bought games frequently um that was my solution it was like okay well the few games i do get i'll play it on hard so that way i won't beat it in a month and that way i can just keep playing it and keep playing until i beat it and then by that point i'll probably be able to get anyone um right and that lasted a while i'm pretty sure i forget when i stopped doing that but oh god it was definitely during the ps4 generation i think i was doing it here or there occasionally but I remember oh, specifically playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And mm-hmm. I think I started on hard mode. And I was like, you know what? Ten hours in, I said, fuck this. And I put it on normal. I was like, I do not have the patience for this game to get all through it on hard mode. I, I was just not having it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and like, I would say like, even Horizon's normal, mode is, is it's not. it's it's it, There's some difficult parts. For yeah. sure, like like there's some like there's some machines that you fight that are they will they
0: will stomp you down, you know, yeah. they will they will rock you for sure. And I'm trying to remember if I put it on easy at one point, mm. I, I forget if I did or not. But,
1: you, you know, what the last game I did easy was actually I remember it now. God of War one, but that was for circumstances that that sure. game is uh quite interesting. Sure. Quite interesting. It, it was specifically at the last boss fight mm-hmm. where we were five hours in. It was like 2 a.m you know we
0: were we were done yeah so, <laughs> you know what I'm so i yeah i want to say maybe 2015 is when i stopped doing every game on hard because that was like arkham that was metal gear 5 that was witcher because i definitely did not play Witcher on hard because witcher hard mode is ridiculous but um yeah i made that shift around then and since then nine times out of ten whatever i booted up on when it's difficulty select Unless I'm going for a trophy, I will do the default whatever it's highlighted. So yeah, yeah. In my eyes, that's creator's intent. I'll do it.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I don't, you know, like like some people see you know hard, normal, easy, right? As like some people like view normal as like easy, and yeah. then easy as like ultra baby mode, yeah, right? And then hard is like your normal, right? And for me, not. Nah, it's like. I mean, at least, you know, if, if I ever make a game, right, I'm saying normal is the experience that I created as like the default, like this is the quote unquote true experience, you know what I'm saying, right? Hard, if you want a little more difficulty, a little challenge, you know what I'm saying, go ahead, do hard mode, easy, easy, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, like, like, like that, that's how I perceive it, and that's how I think you, you view it as well. Um, but i don't like the whole like hey normal is easy mode you know
0: yeah it's absolutely not and i think recently the only things i can think of that i played on hard again that wasn't for a trophy was fallen order because normal to me it felt too much like a souls game for me to not be struggling the same way so i did bump it up a bit and ghost of tsushima because from the a lot of the big negative i heard Leading up to the launch of that game was that it was too easy, so I bumped it up to hard, and then I put a hundred something hours into that game. I'm sure that's related.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with uh, with with those games that I do want to play over mm-hmm. eventually, I'm gonna do hard mode on uh, on uh, those games for sure. Definitely. Yeah. especially Star Wars. Yeah, especially
0: uh, yeah. So I think the reason I wanted to start there is because I'd say you and I are pretty much not like the high end of hardcore gamers. I hate saying gamers, but the hardcore gamers, but we're in that camp, I'd say in that circle, right. For how much mm-hmm. we play, how much we follow. Like I would consider us in that group.
1: I'll say low to mid echelon of the, of the top elite gamers, if you will. Sure. You know, like we're like right under the PC boys up there, you know, they're
0: right. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, they're gods. Yeah. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't understand this like super opinionated feeling that people take insult when people play games uneasy because like i get like when i was younger the reason i led with that story yeah i was playing on hard so i could extend the experience for myself but to act like you're not getting the true experience out of something for playing on hard or you're robbing yourself by playing a game on easy. I don't believe that. And I don't understand why people do believe that.
1: Yeah. um, I think it all just boils down to like them wanting to have ownership with their ability, right? Like they, they, they want to, you know, um, you know, feel good about when they beat a game on hard mode. Right. And when they see someone beat a game on easy mode, they don't want that to be the same, the same, like, value, I guess right. you could say, you know, like, like viewed the same way. Like they perceive that they went through a harder difficulty so that they should get more of the praise, if you will. Yeah. Right. Uh which yeah, like I I, I, I think is really dumb. I mean, um like I don't like I have never felt that because of someone else's experience mine was lessened or affected at all. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, the experience I had, I I play a game, I beat a game, it's my experience. Yeah. You know, I don't understand, like, what other people,
0: you know, experience, how that somehow affects yours. I, yeah. Sure. I, I've also never clicked with that. And yeah. I do think there is something to say that there are certain games that have a high skill ceiling, right? Like, something like Rainbow Six Siege if you play that game if you're decent at it i'm impressed right like i agree completely over my head never gonna try it high level smash again impressed i love smash but you know um and in terms of like difficulty on games for something like a let's say doom right doom 2016 Mm -hmm. there's some seriously hardcore difficulties on that game if i played through doom on normal and i was like okay tense game real cool and then somebody's like i played it on ultra whatever uh it's like oh that must have been really difficult and that's where it ends like I'm not impressed to a point of like oh you're a better gamer than I sir it's like okay cool you, you chose to make it harder for yourself and you had a longer experience with it it was more intense for you to that certain degree I understand why people think there is a higher requirement out of you in games like doom or like things where it is focused on how well you know the mechanics, the enemies. I understand that division of if you're not playing it on the hardest difficulty, I'm going to have a different experience than you did. I understand that. Yeah,
2: for sure. For sure.
0: But then we get to games like God of War 2018 or Spider-Man or The Last of Us where like the appeal of those games, sure they're fun to play, the appeal is the narrative. Right? like i think there is good gameplay in them yeah and yeah. sure i think the last of us remastered on survival is a different experience than it on normal but i never shut up about the last of us when i played it on normal in 2013 right like the the takeaway there is the story and somebody engaging with the mechanics of that game on survivor or grounded versus easy the important thing is you're taking away the story and that's the thing you have to talk about, you know? Like, so I, I don't understand that conversation when it comes to narrative-heavy games as much as I could hear a case of not saying you're bad if you play on easy, but, like, in Doom, for instance, like, yes, there is a different experience there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like, I, I think, like, when you, like, at Doom for, versus Last of Us, like, hard, right? Like, I think, um you know, it's just like with with doom there's essentially no story i think yeah. there is a story but it, it it there's there's essentially no story in fucking doom like it doesn't it, it it does not compute they there's yeah it just doesn't there's essentially no story um so the main pull of that game is the gameplay right so um you know having those the di- having those differences from normal and hard Obviously, the gameplay aspect of you playing on hard mode is going to be the main topic of discussion for that game specifically. Versus the Last of Us, where yeah, there could be a conversation, of course, about you know the the game being more of a different game on survival as opposed to normal. Um, but the gameplay isn't the main focus of Last of Us. Yeah, it's and- it's an important element of it. It's a big piece of it. Obviously, it's a game. Yeah, right. And but um,
0: yeah just to add on to that it's not like it's game changing either you're still experiencing the same game you just have to think about certain ways you like interact with the game in a different way like i'd say the same thing with resident evil right resident evil has assisted standard hardcore um assisted ammo is not really a problem uh you're still solving puzzles you're still navigating these very dark intense environments you're still having to be smart about which ways you go not trying to backtrack too much um it's just some of the extra things that should be on your mind on higher difficulties aren't as a aren't as a concern to you does that mean the resident evil 2 remake is not a masterpiece no it's just you didn't have to be thinking about a certain element and you walked away still thinking it's a masterpiece because you were able to experience it so i think yeah the main thing is people who i think that people get very defensive about difficulty right they see somebody love a game as much as they do, but they got through it in less time or with less of uh, frustration, maybe. And they they walked away with the same exact praise, same exact love for the game. And the person who played it on hardcore that spent three times as long gets defensive because maybe somewhere deep inside, they feel like they wasted time.
1: (laughs) I feel like it's kind of like when you, you know uh a particular person right who uh consumes like the entirety of like the MCU or the entirety of Star Wars yeah. right and like you know for like the star example you know for the example of Star Wars like hey someone says uh oh uh you know i like episode 3 i like the prequel era i like episodes 1 2 and 3 right uh you know the hardcore person might go into stuff like clone wars and bad batch Yeah, And Rebels and the comics, you know, but they both can still like it. But that hardcore person might feel like, oh, my love is deeper, you know, because I spent more time and I did more stuff in there, whatever. You you know, it's like a little bit different because there's no difficulty in that. There's just a time sink. But um, there's 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 a connection that I made there that kind of I think made sense. No, there there absolutely is.
0: And yeah, just like, yeah, the the amount of investment. I think that's how you should boil it down i think yeah you know? and there's a word for that specifically with star wars and it's called gatekeeping and that's what this is mm, <laughs> like precisely mm, um precisely yeah man i just it feels like a dick measuring contest when people get really upset about it it's like wow cool guess what i got through what, what's a game i beat be that i played on you like let me look at my gg i'm sure there's something i can think of i mean like I, got I mean, less Metal Gear.
1: That's right? what I was about to say. To be honest, like yo, like you remember when I would talk about MGS three or MGS two, where I was playing on easy. That's actually lo- the last games, last games I played on easy. Um, where you know I did start to feel that damn. Like I have a different experience.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, than Jack and Christian when they talk about gameplay, right? right. Because my Yo, I was just breezing through with my Trent gun, cause I wanted to experience Metal Gear from like a, from a from a from a narrative perspective, first and foremost, right? Um, you know, some might say that that's not how I should have done it. Whatever, I can still say here and say I fucking loved MGS two. You know, like I don't know, it is what it is. You know, but, yeah, for sure.
0: Like, okay, here's one. I ran through. I did this for a trophy, so it might be a little different, but I ran through Kingdom Hearts one on beginner because right. that's that's essentially their easy mode. Um, so I could do a different thing. And maybe not the best example because I played that game like 20 times, but I was still enjoying it. It's still Kingdom Hearts, you know? I'm still yeah. there for cool bosses, cool enemy designs, good music, good story, fun combat. Like, and I played Kingdom Hearts one on critical before or proud i forget whatever the high difficulty is um i got the same experience out of it except i was just more frustrated the whole time so like if somebody from that perspective if i played it on proud and somebody like you played it on beginner and then we both say the same things about how we love it the same praises i don't understand why someone in my position would be mad at you outside of feeling like i wasted my time if you got the same experience out of it and it is not the same experience because you're not actually doing the same exact things, the same frustrations. But like the end of the day, does that matter when you're talking about the game conversationally or even critically? I think that's how I was. Yeah. Does, yeah. Yeah. I agree.
1: Like when you're discussing the game, right? Like when you look at a game that is operating on easy mode yeah. versus the game, versus that same game that's operating on hard mode, right? usually there aren't they aren't the most groundbreaking changes like it's still the same game yeah it's just little tweaks here and there that make it you know difficult and the the real shift the real change is how the player approaches said game right right that's like there is more of a change from the person that's playing it on easy versus hard versus the game on easy and hard the change is more so in the person and how they navigate said game dependent on difficulty yeah i'm saying
0: and then at that point the whole show buddiness of well i played it on the higher difficulty so i'm better at. i'm more of a fan like exactly that is where people i feel like don't understand what's wrong with this conversation it's like no you're peacocking it's like you look like a fool being like "I, i mean yeah i put more time into it but it was hard so i'm better like no this is everybody who enjoys games this is their hobby some people do it for work sure but like do like go drink some water like (laughs) anything Uh, take a shower touch grass grass, like i just man i can never see the perspective of the other here i don't i don't get it
1: let me throw something at you because this was a conversation during uh road to Rift Apart with with the homie tajay sure we had little it, interesting discussion um how do you feel about trophy well no actually you know what that's a whole different ball wax because that's that was specifically accessibility features mm. um and the fact that inherently those do make the game easier right from a particular perspective right um but obviously still the same game of course yeah like kevin Um, i
0: will tell you i went to god of war 2018 i deactivated i went to the accessibility options i turned off that bullshit with the door runes so i just have like the whatever those like secret crystal doors were for one of the trophies where you had to do like find the thing and like pinpoint it i turned that off so i just had to walk up press a button that did not ruin the experience for me mm, you know yeah 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 like at all avengers avengers of uh, certain instances where you can be playing the game and you got a mash square switch it to, to hold square who's that hurting that makes it an easier game inherently but oh no i am definitely
1: pro accessibility options because like listen. no for sure yeah and i don't like i don't like uh um uh 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 screen shake no uh what the hell was but it? Um, just to finish what i was I my yeah. point was
0: like the god of war one was towards a trophy I didn't deserve the trophy less because i've made it easier for interacting and saving time right like if i could tur- switch the spider-man like little electrical puzzles to be like two button presses and then they're done i don't deserve the trophy less less like i just got it faster because at the end of the day it's non-essential you know yeah but yeah, w- yeah. continue yeah. what you were going with
1: Uh, I kind of forgot. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like he was, so Tajay was making the point that like, you know, he was kind of like in the middle about, um, you know, if you have the, like, um, the, like some of the options in the accessibility menu that was like, um, the, the the ones that, like, heavily sped things up that's to like, more of a degree than what, like, you were saying, right? That's, like, what so, is like is doing. Okay, yeah yeah. Like, with, like, mode, right? yeah, yeah. With, like, his mode, right? Yes, to tie it all the way back, right? Like, he wasn't necessarily, like, against it. He was specifically against it if, like, you truly did not... Yeah, and, like, that's where his argument already falls apart here and where it fell apart in my mind, too, right? Where it's, like, He felt that, like, if you did not require the accessibility option in question, whatever it be, that you did not require it to be toggled to perform the ability to play the game, right? Um, So in Lame's terms, right, like, uh, you know, I don't need any – like, I don't rely on accessibility options like other gamers Right. need to just because the way they were born ah, da, da, right um like he felt that like if you were using those options when you truly did not need to mm-hmm. right um he he had a certain you know angle as to like damn like that is kind of unfortunate like if he you know like if that person gets a platinum you know right. and i go through it harm or whatever just you know do it as quote-unquote intended or whatever sure um well he he like felt that way right sure. but i was like any day bro like i mean like it's a fucking digital trophy yeah I'm and like you know I mean? I
0: mean, tajay love uh, you big fan of your work you're great uh look at any trophy hunters list look at jack warren's platinum list right you know i bet you half the games on that shit are 99 cents my name is mayo hold down the square button and then you got a trophy. wow you talking
1: shit about my boy jack no this is
0: every platinum trophy hunter kevin all of them the ones that are in the 100 plus platinum trophies they have some trophies that are bullshit and you want to know this The, the uh the integrity of platinum trophies how many people how many people listening to this right now who are angry that we don't like it when people get mad about this how many of you Transferred your save data to your PS5. Automatically popped another platinum. How many of you did that? You don't deserve that. Play uh, it again. Do everything again. I have, I have done that. Hit yeah. you with an
1: <laughs> And I've also heard people that like volu- that voluntarily will not do that just so they can earn the second platinum. <laughs> sure,
0: and I'm if like, you want to hey, do that, do that. Wrong, but fuck it, yeah, yeah. I will probably do that them. for Spider-Man Remastered because I loved platinuming that game. But I already. I the really transferred safe. so yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. why get upset about it you know it's like i don't understand it. it literally affects you in no way outside of maybe you feeling a regret for wasting time because yeah. that's any hobby is wasting time essentially you could be passionate about it but that's what it is you know
1: to be completely clear i would not loop tajay in that group of oh no i I, like, I didn't
0: think you were yeah, yeah
1: i know i know you were also saying that as well yeah but you want to be very clear Tajay's a good homie no
0: okay. exactly yeah <laughs> no because because i get it no. like there are some games that i wouldn't do that for for sure yeah but there are yeah. plenty of and... games where like um there was oh fall guys i have the fall guys platinum it was a very easy way to exploit that five wins in a row thing i did it really yeah they introduced private lobbies Got in with my friends. Everybody jumped off at the final match five times in a row. And then I got it. And I have the Fall Guys Platinum. Guess what? If you did it and you did it, you you put in the work, Neil Druckmann, you did five in a row and you did it legit. Guess what? I didn't waste as much time. And I still have it.
1: Bro, Tajay was, yo. He was going for that trophy for like two weeks.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Call call me bad at Fall Guys. That was a whole... (laughs) the
1: whole thing i
0: remember oh, i got man. like 60 dubs okay Oof. i made it easier for myself because i could get mad stay mad like i don't wow. understand this kevin
1: yes slimy fall guys player christian yeah. i deem your platinum illegitimate sir
0: okay you how call d- mark cerny and tell him to mark <laughs> that on my list how dare you when it happens i'm sure it'll be a problem um <laughs> i guess oh, there, there's two main points of discussion that i think revolve around this the first one i feel like is a quicker conversation because uh the whole, the game journalist aspect of people who review games if you play it on easy you shouldn't review the game um the people who complain about that you have you have no idea what it takes to do a game review right like do yeah, not speak no. unless you walked the walk
1: yeah that's my stance no um yeah no like um i i would agree with um disclosing in the review right what difficulty if if you feel that like it really pertains to it right um i don't think it's gonna matter that much if it's like for example a last of us right where the focus is not the gameplay right um but i believe in the past i've always uh you know what that's probably not true i mean i don't know i mean like granted like i play on normal right and like um, I think the overwhelming majority of the people that are even going to be consuming that review are likely going to play on normal, Sure. right? Maybe, maybe not so much, you know? Um, but I think, for, I think from a general standpoint, you can say that. And ultimately, like what w- we were saying before, the difficulty does not necessarily change the game that much. It's, it's going to change how you approach the game, right? Right which could provide a really cool and di- and different review, right? Like, I would love to see a review of Last of Us Survival versus Last of Us Normal, right? I'm sure there are differences there, but once again, it's not going to be that much because the yeah. game doesn't change that much Yeah, from the difficulty
0: standpoint, you know? And so. if you boil it down, most of each of those reviews, are going to talk about the story. Literally, yeah. You. Like, that as well, yeah.
1: I, I mean, from the focus, like, Oh, like Like the last... word count?
0: Yes. So, I I think the people who are like, oh, if you play... uh," Because I I feel like game journalists get so much unwarranted shit. Like, especially from people who are either trolls or don't understand what they're in. Like, neither of us work for an outlet, but we follow plenty of people who do. Everybody who says anything about game journals not knowing how to review or play games... You don't know the schedules they have. You don't know how many games they have to beat. You don't know embargo dates. Like, I've gotten games for review before. And embargo dates sometimes are pretty tight for long games. You know what the solution is? Drop the difficulty. Yeah. You know? Like, if I get a game for a review and there's a hard mode, and it's a game I would normally play on hard, I would not. Simply. Just so I could meet the embargo. You know, like i i feel like yes it could be disclosed like you said but nine times out of 10 going gotta be irrelevant you know i i yeah definitely i don't know i don't know if you feel differently but
1: no um mostly the same like i think there are like kind of extreme cases that like obviously i'm not gonna write an email or like tweet some bs because that that's just not the type of person i am um but um do you remember that uh Oh my god. Uh Cuphead head, that that yeah, that Cuphead clip, right? Like I'm not going to disrespect the man, obviously, right? It is what it is, you know. But I do struggle like to understand how one could be stuck at a at a tutorial like that. You know, like that is obviously a very very uh, I would consider it a rare thing. I feel like that definitely does not happen every day, right? Yeah, um, we don't see that every day, right? Um, but that one was the one that once again, I'm not being a fucking hater, right? Like I'm not trying to, you know, do anything dumb, not even that's not even my intent. But I do question that one, yeah, Sp- like that one very, very, very specifically, yeah,
0: but and I'll say this there as well in terms of uh just the general like what experience people have going into reviewing something um i've like critically had discussions with people about media that have been impacted by the day i was having everything is opinionated you know like the the way i felt when i experienced a rogue one that day was not great and i walked out of rogue one thinking it was whatever and since then it's it's fine it's still not my favorite star wars movie but like And I have genuine criticisms about it, but like there are varying things, right? There could be a a thing that happens in anybody's life going into a thing that could impact it in any number of ways, the way they critique it, because there is no such thing as an objective fact about an opinion about a game. You know, you go to IGN, you go to GameSpot, you go to Kotaku, all of them are going to have different reviews. Maybe they have some crossover, but they will have slightly different things to say because people have their own thoughts. And I'm sorry that pisses you off and makes you not have your perfect, amazing Metacritic score for a game that does not care about you. Like I, I really do think it is. Man, yo, Christian's talking spicy, man. Y'all, I just, man, I just don't get it. Yeah, I really, spicy. I really don't get it. Spicy. I, I don't get it. You know, and maybe, maybe this is because I grew up not being super competitive. I, I hated sports, but guess what? Not everything's, not everything's a competition. Playing a game on hard mode please do anything else try doing anything else
1: (laughs) I'm spicy man I mean like no I appreciate the passion it's just that like to be honest like I don't know if it's a matter of like I just truly like have never given it a ton of thought because I just genuinely just don't care right yeah like not not like i don't care like oh you know this topic is done whatever no like it's important though but like i mean like in my personal thing like i do not view anyone different like different if they play on my like, hard mode right yeah i do think that Arachnite is very impressive in this exactly
0: scale, no yes right? of course you know,
1: yeah like, like that's a whole different whole 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 different angle yeah you know um but, but there's a difference I wouldn't, yeah yeah like like i wouldn't care if someone plays anything on easy. like like i just generally I mean, just don't care yeah like yeah you know, okay we can still talk about the game
0: no exactly (laughs) i i do not care what difficulty any of you play any game on i care when you are shitting on people for playing it on different difficulties because you and i have somewhat of an audience right we have people that care about what we say i think it's important to be like hey guess what i fucking play games on easy is that gonna erase all the trust you put in me over the past however long like no because you're a reasonable person Mm, listeners I of this show, recall, I know you're reasonable.
1: I will recall uh, Christian calling me um, some colorful words uh, in terms of being a being a baby about bloodborne. I believe uh,
0: so. no, because that's
1: <laughs> that's your choice. I'm up. Playing, playing. Playing. Playing.
0: Um, but that was the other thing. That was the other uh, aspect of the conversation: is the Souls games. Um, so like, I do think there is something to say about creators having a specific vision for a game and they have every right to stick to that vision and not have it altered in any way but i don't think that makes them exempt from criticism
1: yeah that one i yeah that one i have a this one i have a tough that's a tough
0: ball of wax um like let let me just tee it up this way a little more if miyazaki thinks bloodborne would be a lesser game if it is easier he's well within his right i can see where he's coming from but there there is nothing i can do to prevent the criticism that is warranted from that you know like okay well there are plenty of people that could appreciate the design the music the art the level design the way combat looks that could experience that game if there was an easy mode and you could still get good reception out of that. Again, similar to Doom, if you play it on normal, well, from software, normal isn't really normal, but like, you get what I'm saying. There will be a different experience for each player, but it's not making the game lesser of a masterpiece by letting more people play it, you know? Because the option is still there to play it the way it was intended just state that out the gate just like hey our intent of this game is for it to be played on this difficulty it was designed this way we do have easier versions but this is the way we think you should play it okay give the choice if you don't want to do that you're well within your right but people can criticize you for it because it is warranted i think
1: i i view it in a similar and like to be completely fair before i even say how i view it right i'm not even sure if like what i'm about to say is even like should be the status quo right like i don't even know if what i'm saying like should be it or it's a matter of just this is what it has been so let's just continue what has been right like i could i could totally see what i'm about to say being just that right but um i view it kind of like how um i didn't really like Feel a certain type of way when, uh, when you know, um, Christopher Nolan wanted to put Tenet in theaters. Granted, if we remove the angle, which is hard to do, but let's just pretend that if we just remove the pandemic side from it, Mm -hmm. right? And just we're just talking about: Would you rather go to the movies or watch that at home? Right? Just, just purely, let's just act like that's what it was, and not bring in the. Lethality of what could have been you going to the theater. Right. In like June
0: of last year. Yeah, right? I mean, look at Black Widow. That's the things are yeah. okay right now ish. Not really. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can, I
1: mean, I mean the options like the, there. the normal thing was that like, as from what I can remember, right. Like, like he, he wanted it. Yeah. He refused to put it out digitally, you know, and say, Hey, like my intent was, I want it to be viewed in a theater. Yeah. You know, like, like that is the intent of my work. right? um and you know i wasn't really mad at that you know granted uh you know i mean no i mean like i'd say i really want to see tenant you know um uh i know you did as well and everything so like with that like i was never really mad at no one was okay you know i i can respect that you know it is your work right it is you know it's your movie yeah right so if you want these specific conditions to experience this movie you know, for any variety of reasons, I'm going to respect that. Yeah. Right. Um. So that's all I kind of feel about the Souls games.
0: Sure. In that and vein. Right? To like, come on but, the Nolan thing, guess what? Yeah, because exactly. of that choice he made, I didn't go see it. I still haven't seen Tenet. Yeah. And that's totally fine. So, like, there you go. You're letting less people experience and appreciate your work at the end of the day. And Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I suppose that's that's gonna be the obvious cost
0: yeah that's that is on you and it is well within people's right to critique you for that you have you have a right to do it but you cannot you it's the same thing with like when people get pissy about freedom of speech it's like yeah you can say whatever you want people can critique that though like that's well within the realm of realism and uh, like that's just how things work so when it comes to fromsoft as someone who does enjoy their games and if Elden Ring was like, hey, we have an easy mode, I wouldn't play it on easy mode. If they say, we intend you to play Elden Ring on hard, I would play it on hard because that's their intent. I trust my capabilities based on their previous work. I'd play it that way. But somebody else who hasn't been able to play a From Software game, now being able to play it on easy, does not ruin my experience with that game or ruin the conversation I could have with that person. Like You can whoever's in charge of the decision making do what you want but just know you're shutting out more people that could appreciate your work which is the whole point of making art and you can be critiqued for it you know that's just how things work yeah 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 i mean yeah
1: like um i don't know yeah like i've i've i don't think i'll like i mean i've never felt like Oh man, uh how, how I put it. I've ah damn, I don't know. Like like it is what it is. Like hey, mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, it is what it is, you know. And like maybe it's because I am in a position where I can say it is what it is and it doesn't really affect me that much, mm-hmm. you know. Um Versus maybe someone that, you know, sees an appeal with Elden Ring or, like, sees a, like, deep appeal and, you know, Dark Souls or whatever, right? Uh, but, you know, just doesn't want to play it on the hard or whatever, you know? Right. Or it like, doesn't want it to be, like, this damning. Um, I think maybe that's a whole different opinion that I just
0: don't have, you yeah. know? Because... But- i think that's another thing too because i've only beaten bloodborne out of all of them right but i do think it's incredibly reductive to say like the reason those games are good are because they're hard because that's not it like there is so much you could play bloodborne as a god could never die and i think you would still be able to appreciate what that game is and why it's a masterpiece i truly believe that okay yeah
1: sorry sorry no go ahead. just
0: because you get to see boss patterns you get to see shortcuts in the world you get to see secrets and the progression of the skills you acquire like yes you could in god mode theoretically get through that entire game with the starting weapon slash 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 everything you'd be bloodborne there you go but you could still appreciate other aspects of the game that contribute to it being a masterpiece i think with the souls game specifically at least bloodborne and Sekiro, from what i played it gets boiled down to oh people like it because they're hard and they're like sadists like no that just makes it more satisfying when you finally beat it take that out i've played plenty of games where i don't struggle against bosses they're not bad you know like there are other aspects of bloodborne that i think are warranted of its praise beyond i died a lot
1: i just tie the aspect of it being hard to the soul genre like quite literally infused mm-hmm. right where like i just i don't know like and and this is from an outsider who like you know uh i got pretty good at stranger of paradise right mm-hmm. and i beat Fallen order if you want to call that a soul's game um but uh that's that's about my extent i have with it right so like at least from a from that Perspective. I've always blended, you know, the aspect of a Souls game being hard intrinsically with that specific genre, right? Yeah. Um. So that's just how I view it, man. Where where it's like I don't know. I mean, I I'm gonna kind of m- maybe low key sway a little bit against you, right? Where it's like, um, I I don't know. I think for the most part, it'd be the same conversation for sure. I mean, it's similar conversation, but, um, I don't know. Like, I just kind of just tie that aspect into soul so much that like, I don't know if, I mean, like it's possible, well, right? Like, whatever. but like, I, I, I don't have, know if it'd be the same. I have a hypothetical for you Okay, that could
0: maybe illustrate where I'm coming from a little better.
1: Like I, I get what you're saying, right? I just don't know if it actually like play out that way
0: the last of us is a brutal right. world full of death everyone is trying to kill you everything is trying to kill you you can only play that game on survivor you have no audio stuff you don't get detective vision very limited ammo you go, you go down to two hits that's how i played the game when i replayed it that's the only way you can play that game people think wow it's very difficult it fits the world everything looks dangerous everything is dangerous and there's just this intense level of difficulty i died so many times playing through it right um that's how that game exists you tie the last of us to being hard then a couple years later last of us remastered comes out there's difficulty options with the same implementations as there has been is it a bad game now no it's not
1: I mean, I would throw it back at you and maybe you weren't even taking to maybe you weren't even like intending I mean to take it this way, but like the, the last of us, as we said before, is a narrative focus, right? Like as right. far as I'm aware, as far as what I've heard, right? But one saying- story is like buried in the minutiae. So like the focal point of that is the gameplay. But if we're just talking gameplay, then I can shut up and we can go on that route.
0: <laughs> no because i i think there are other things beyond the narrative and combat in bloodborne that are worth appreciating because it is a lot of the art direction the atmosphere the boss okay. designs the way the stages of the bosses which you would still experience it would just you take less damage like that's really it you know it's like because i think the way you can appreciate you
1: say, sorry
0: go ahead. the way you appreciate those aspects of bloodborne are the way you appreciate the narrative of the last of us in this comparison where I think it is safe to say this the survivor and grounded experience of last of us is very different from easy that doesn't but in this case like if it was shipped that way and only had survivor grounded you would associate the last of us games with being hard the way that you're saying you associate the souls series of being hard but introducing range of difficulty for the last of us The way you would introduce it here you can still appreciate everything else in that game it's just less hard because i'm saying there are things to appreciate in bloodborne beyond combat the way in this last example you can appreciate the story without it being terribly hard
1: i could see it like i you're you're totally not wrong like i get what you're saying yeah i just and and i'm not even talking intelligently at this point just because i have not played bloodborne first first foremost i just know that like the main you know the main potatoes of that game is the gameplay right as far as more and like everything else is there it's not the focus right so like i could see for that specific yeah i mean i mean i don't know like i think you know i don't know if i should be tying the hard difficulty with souls no i is mean that's that bad thing i'm doing i don't know but like the 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 fact that as far as i'm aware all the souls games there isn't really like some deep narrative that everyone talks about right it's the hardcore that that's about that that like go into that whole militia and like i know it's there right but it's not at all the focal point the right. focal point is the gameplay So, um as you some, know what i'm saying
0: yeah i think as somebody who's played them and has like talked to people who have played them the more accurate conversation is like the bosses um like people talk about the bosses more than like oh yeah this mechanic in combat is really cool like that's an element for sure but it is the the set piece of the boss the boss design their combat patterns all that stuff can translate to an easy mode the only difference is you would die less so like i the way you interact with that game yeah Yeah. the way you dodge the way you still hit r1 to swipe the way the boss reacts to you as time goes on and their health bar dwindles that doesn't have to change it doesn't you just yeah take yeah. less damage and you have less uh like knockback that sh- it will make the bosses easier but you're still trying to figure out how to maneuver them and how to read them like that's that's what a lot of people love about bloodborne and the souls games is the way you talk about experiencing resident evil as a puzzle that's how people view, like the general souls fandom views the bosses their puzzles so yeah playing resident evil on normal the puzzle's still there but there's less obstacles in your way that would be the same equivalent here of the obstacle in bloodborne is death the puzzle's the boss you're just taking out that element of the obstacle the way you're taking out the major threat of zombies in resident evil by playing at a lower difficulty yeah, it's the same thing. I hear you. I hear you. So I hear you. Th- th- I think just the main difference is that with FromSoft, it seems to be their vision is this is the way our game ships, and they're again they're well within their right, but people can critique it, and there's an argument there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- there's definitely an argument for sure. You can ever critique it for sure. Um, I think we have a difference where like I don't think I would critique them on that I do feel that you know they were a little bit wrong in terms of like um you know like not wanting to put certain accessibility options because um I think that's a whole that's a bit of a different thing right where like. It's it's one thing to make a game easier, right? And you say no to that. It's another thing to, like, you know, add simple things to your game. I I say simple, not developing a game, right? Yeah. Minor tweaks and adjustments (laughs) to, you know, your game that are toggles in settings that can literally, like, now a certain person can literally play
0: them for a triple a game you should be able to increase your font size
1: things like that yeah Like, like 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 font size you know um yeah just just yeah like that stuff i think is entirely should be in in those games
0: yeah and you know to to make it clear i'm not saying i am a person who would critique them for wanting to do ship their games the way they do Oh okay I I, I, I thought you kind of were but okay, okay no I'm I'm saying there's no reason for them not to do that like okay. they can say they want you all they want but like at the same time it's like yeah, but who are you hurting? that's how my stance is. The people who genuinely want to play the game and are critiquing them for not doing it, they are correct. like they are being robbed of a great experience that I really enjoy. So I'm on their side. From software, you can say whatever you want. You can be like, yeah, we don't want to do it. You're within your right, but you are robbing people of an experience that I really love and I think they would love to. That's where I fall on it. Because if somebody has a problem with something and it is backed up with any shred of validity, and in the case of From Software games, not being accessible... There is validity there. I'm on the side of the person who wants to experience it.
1: I'm trying to think of, like, if there's an experience that I've wanted to do, but I couldn't. Bloodborne? Well, no. I mean, like, I can play Bloodborne. I just, you know. Can you? Can you go? Why are you fucking shaming me? Right You're right here. you see shaming me right here. Y'all see? You, you've caught, caught in 4K. Nah. Um, like, I don't, damn, I don't think. You know, and of course, you know, I'm in a you know position where i don't have to deal with that right like there i'm i'm having a hard time thinking of a experience that i can't do right um hmm. yeah i don't know there's 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 a lot but um yeah i don't know like like, uh i and i mean uh, like above all else too right like to say your point it's not that like if you put in a easy mode, all of a sudden the hard mode goes away. Exactly. Right. Like there's a there's the nature of options. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where it's
0: like Yeah. Yeah. Like What's up? specifically with that sentiment with the from software thing, like you're hurting no you are factually only helping people by adding difficulties. Like that is it. Yeah. Yeah. And If your intent is it to be a certain difficulty, just say that. And then your audience, who's not asshats, will listen to you and do that. The people you're losing for letting in more people... If I was a creative, I wouldn't want them to be my fans in the first place. The same way that we're aggressively against people enjoying our content who are racist, uh sexist transphobic homophobic whatever like reminder if you're one of those get the fuck out of here but um like you know i i feel like at the end of the day it's a business so they can do what they want to do but that does not absolve them from criticism even if it's not coming from me personally
1: and and on even on top of that fiscally right it would fiscally make more sense to add more options. It would only help people to play too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like to, from that specific standpoint, but that's not at all like, you know, how I view shit, but you know.
0: Right, but they're a business. To- that's what there's, that's, there's a thing called fiduciary duty. They owe their their employees and board of directors, they owe them to make the decision that would make them more money that they're not doing. Right. This is that. Yes, you would lose people, I'm sure, but the people you'd gain would massively outweigh the people you lose that's just how it works right Right. but right um this is a conversation that will never go away i am positive um in our lifetime i don't think it will ever end there will be elven ring seven and people will still have this conversation uh Mm. on every single side but i i'm glad we were able to get in the weeds about it because I was pretty sure we were on the same side of this yeah and we are yeah but reminder don't gatekeep you look like an idiot just
1: like christian gatekeeping me from uh bloodborne you know what i'm saying you're gatekeeping
0: yourself from bloodborne right now that's what you're doing you said i couldn't do it
1: i was asking you i was asking you sir you said i was unable to play bloodborne sir
0: i was asking you because as a playstation (laughs) as the head of a playstation channel i think you're you should oh, play. it's i think i think it's it's only right that you should play one of their greatest exclusives perhaps the best exclusive they have on that console listen man that's my question i hate
1: i i hate that there's a part of me that's doing it out of spite just to shut everyone up you know that but, also but hurts. thing is it's like it's we're like not i'm not gonna shut up kick, it's like can y'all just let me be me you had six and just years naturally at some point you know come to fruition and say, hey you know what now 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 i want to try it you know you've had six hours I, I also had x many years to play mass effect but i'm not, not metal gear as well you know what i'm saying but all of a sudden because the bloodborne's a big hoopla that i haven't played it yet you know i don't know christian hurts my soul hurts my soul christian. i never thought you would do it to me you know
0: that's like you know, kevin i think you not playing bloodborne <laughs> at this point for who you are on the internet you not having any tangible, real experience with Bloodborne outside of, like, an hour? No, yeah. I've uh, tried Sorry, to two three. hours? Uh, I think is worse than me waiting... What was it, two years to play Uncharted 4? That's worse. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You've had six no. years for their, like, best exclusive they have.
1: No, no it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not even first party bro it's not even first party what, what, what are we talking about here
0: japan come studios on, worked on it and that was on, first dog. party until they murdered it come on man come on man come on man Make come your on, season. but nah man nah, uh man. i think that wraps up this gamescast kevin so in the meantime where can everybody find you
1: youtube.com is place in the source uh medicrosoft 5 is hopefully wrapping up not not hopefully like i want to end but you know Got to get some more stuff, you know. And, um, and, and I, I don't know about you, Christian. I get a, a nice satisfaction of changing the GG from playing to beaten, you know. I yes. like that process, you know. I love it. I love, it. I love it. Love it. Uh, so that's still going. Uh, More in-depth are Cade Getin impressions this week as well. Um, We did a breakdown of Death Stranding uh, director's cut as well. Saveslot Podcast will have a special guest because Arachnite is out of town. Very nice. So get hyped with that. And um yeah, that's about it. Twitter at source bids, all the good stuff. And uh, definitely, you know, with Medicare slot closing, I will have to sit down and uh do the old fashioned ranking of the uh Medicare franchise. So expect that and coming soon. And uh yeah, that's uh that's about it.
0: Very nice. Um everybody be sure to check out pss everything kevin does very good mm-hmm. channel mm-hmm. honestly my favorite playstation channel on youtube i'm not saying that because i worked damn. on it before <laughs> damn i appreciate it you
1: know also guys out there while we're giving shout out you know maybe maybe don't shame you know your 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 friends for not playing a certain game you know because i would never me i would never i would never christian
0: i can't believe you have played Lost legacy
1: yet Oh, I, I wasn't shaming you for months and uh, arguably years at this point, to the level of bullying, I would say. you are you being a bully, Christian, being a bully? You know, I just recommended you play Wild Legacy because I, I just think you'd like it. That's it. That's it.
0: What do you think I'm doing?
1: You know, bullying. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to find me anywhere, uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok at Chun2D2 as well as here youtube.com slash joy for the video version of this show and every show listed in the playlists for each podcast under the playlist section uh if you want to check out the audio version of this show apple Podcasts, spotify your service of choice just look up joy Joyclicks joy Gamescast. you will find it and uh if you enjoy the show as always leaving a rating or review helps us out a ton reaches more people and if you want to support us further patreon.com slash joy is where you can go at the one and five dollar tiers five dollar tier will give you producer credit on this show and every show like chris saka's Aaron Easton and Charles Applin So thank you very much. And that's gonna do it for this week's Games Cast. We will be back next week. Uh I think the literal dead of summer. Um dead middle of summer, I think is next week. Maybe a week after, but
1: Is next week
0: EA play? Oh. I, I think, think it is. After. No, it's twenty second, twenty first, something like that? It's like twenty second, right? I'm excited for that, yo. Yeah. Whenever that is, yeah. we'll be reacting to it, so tune in for that, but definitely get a little hype for that for sure for sure that's gonna do it until next time it's pizza time it's pizza time
1: (sighs) I mean I I don't, even, I don't even think i'm gonna play that I, I like i am going i'ma spend the 10 bucks to just get the upgrades and just have it there